Now I know what it's like to be in a clown car, but a bunch of clowns that I really, really like. I'm Jeff Stritch. This is Strictly Stritch in Time. With me, I'm going to hand the show over to DJ Style. He's with me. Also with me is, go ahead, Sean. Say who you are. Hi, I'm Sean. (laughs) Oh, that's who you are. (laughs) And making his... Well, Colin, this is your fourth appearance. Nick, this is your second appearance. Yeah, second, yeah, yeah. Big C and Slim Nick are joining us from across the pond, as we probably have killed that phrase. Uh, Sorry, gentlemen. Britsville, to be exact. Britsville, right. (laughs) Or New London, which are (laughs) New London. But as I've done, hold on, Colin, as I've done periodically, I like to pass the mantle to the man who's made DJing an Olympic event. The style is going to run the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You take bronze every day of the week, Jeff. Uh, we're going to talk about over and underrated artists because we couldn't even get started uh, before Jeff had to piss me off saying that he thinks, Ru- and Sean, for that matter, too, saying that Rush is overrated. They are. They're not. That's fine. <laughs> Why are they good? They're not bad. That's why I didn't say they're the greatest, but that they're not make, bad. That doesn't make anything good. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say they were good. I, I don't have anything against Rush though. You should. If Tom <laughs> Sawyer comes on the radio, I'm gonna listen to it. Oh no, I don't like that song. What do you like? Not Rush. Mm, it's a shame. Big time. I'd rather listen to Big Time Rush. I bet you would. <laughs> More of a Drake Bell guy Nick, personally. Go ahead, Nick. Did Nick? Yeah. Say, Nick, you're a Rush fan. I, I, I love Rush, actually. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, but I love Rush. I think they're a great band. Rush are pretty I think good. They're a great band. They're no. pretty good. Close to the they're heart. Pretty good. Yeah. Close to the heart. Seen them live song. about four rather, times. Amazing. I'd rather be closer to band. death than listen to that. You've seen them live four times. Yeah, yeah. Right from back the early days. Yeah, amazing band. Amazing band live. Yeah, but you know, I can kind of understand. Some people don't like them. Getty Lee's voice is a bit grating, particularly like the early stuff. It's really shrill, his voice, you know, and some people kind of find that a bit off-putting. But, yeah, I'm a big Rush fan. I think I think Rush has a handful of really good tunes, and then the rest of them are just kind of like, what the fuck's kind of going on here? I agree. So, like, I can see- so you agree, they have a handful of good tunes. They have a handful of hits. Doesn't mean no, no, no. I said Madonna re- has I hits. said really good tunes, and you said you agree. No, I meant hits. You can run it back. Sean fucking agreed with me that Rush <laughs> has good tunes. I agreed with the second part. Uh huh. But they Whatever. have a whole lot that suck. I was like, yeah, I agree. But the second part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in your mind, who's who's overrated and underrated? Like top three. Well, <clears throat> you brought up Drake Bell, but I'm gonna kind of side pivot Drake. I think Drake is very overrated. Okay. A lot of rappers these days, not to... Most rappers. I was going to say, not to kind of shit on the, the rap culture, but a lot of rap these days is overrated. A lot of the big rappers. Drake, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, Are those all Cardi B. considered rappers? Because like some of them, I've heard the names, but never heard the music, and I just kind of assumed... They're like, mainstream they're rap. rappers. Do you guys, do you guys listen uh, in the UK? Do you guys listen to Cardi B? Or do you guys have Drake or anything over there? No. I mean, we do. We do. I mean, I personally don't listen to rap, you know, to be honest. 
I I don't either really. Drake Drake is huge over here though. I think he's you know, huge. Yeah, huge. He's number one for about I don't know twenty five weeks or something, wasn't he? Like, really? Last year or the year before? I can't even yeah. remember the name of the song. One no, I'm I'm not not a great rap fan. One thing I'll admit that I do like a little better in the UK than is going on right now is the UK has a lot of underground grime rap. I know that sounds like super ridiculous, mm-hmm. but the UK has something called grime rap, mm-hmm. and it's definitely better than what's going on with Drake and everything here. It, 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 okay, I wouldn't say it's better. It's just it's different. Yeah, different it, could it's, be better. No, it's it's, <laughs> it's not it's not better, but it's different. It's like saying I'd put anything over Drake. Hinder and Creed, neither one is better than the other, <laughs> but they're different. <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> well, you were it's talking true. about rumors. You think rumors is overrated? Yeah, rumors is an overrated album. I got that on vinyl. Listened to it like twenty times oh, in a day. Oh, love so it! Excessive. The best produced, one of the best produced albums ever. False. No. False. Yeah. Even if you don't agree with False how statement. Even if you don't agree with uh, how good the songs are, it's one of the best produced albums ever from a from an uh, audio engineer standpoint. Gentlemen, where do you rank that? It, Both it production. Does sound good rumors. Rumors is a good sounding album. I agree with that. It's a very good, good sounding album. I'm, I mean, I actually think it's a good album, full stop. You know, one of the right. prettiest good, albums I've ever quite, heard. Ironically, they were at each other's throats throughout yeah. the recording of it, but it was actually it's a very good band album. And that would, is that the right way? To, it's not, it's it? not a bum song on the album, is it really? Well, I, mean, I don't that, think. There's I mean, one. There's one song I don't like, but it was written by, it wasn't written by Stevie Nicks. It was written by the other female. Oh, Christine McVie. Yeah. Christine McVie. She wrote one song and I think it was about her dad. And I was like, okay, well. Yeah, fuck her dad, right? <laughs> well, she too was like, yeah, fuck you, dad. But like, <laughs> Well, there, you got the point across it wasn't, then, right? It wasn't cool. At the end of the day, you're both saying the same thing there. But that's uh, you no. bring up you bring up another great aspect. That's another reason why I think there's so much popularity revolving around that album is because it was written when all of them were cheating on each other, kind of hated each other, at each other's necks. They were going in run one room, fucking each other, going in the other room, blowing coke, going in another room, recording. It was pure chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a crazy story about how the album was recorded. It doesn't make the album good. Sorry. It's, yeah. it's it's not a terrible album. No, no. There's, there's a handful of good songs. That the the lore around it makes it popular. What makes it uh, stand up and over time is because it's good. No, what makes it stand up <laughs> over time is a bunch of fucking hipsters sharing it with each other. Well, well, oh, this is the best album ever. Well, I can relate to it. Well, how, well, how you said you didn't like Rush? Why don't you like Rumors? What's bad about it? It's just not that great. Oh it's it's very stereotypical shit for the time too. What's stereotypical? All of the song concepts besides maybe four or five. Having dreams? Yes. That's stereotypical. Yes, it is. Do you have dreams? <laughs> Sometimes. Well, there you go. <laughs> More like nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting next to you is a nightmare. So I see what you could mean. The, the problem is is it not um if an album is so well liked and so popular and so huge. Is that always going to get people saying that it's overrated? I think because of the continual brilliant rumors album, rumors album. People listen to it and think, yeah, it's it's okay. But I mean, there's an element to that maybe to it as well. I I think it's a good album. I must admit, but uh, whether whether it would be in my top ten albums of all time is debatable. But 
Uh, mm. I think it's a good album. I think it's a good album. Go Your Own Way, I really love it. It's a great song. Good song, good song. That's a, presumably a Lindsay Buckingham song, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. put it in one of my top 10 favorite albums, but I definitely put it in top 10 best produced albums. And I think that's where we're differing because you're, you're, you're putting the opinion uh, of do I like this, whether does it sound good. It's a well-produced album. I'll give you that. Yeah. To that, album should be produced like that. It, uh, exactly. Every so album should be produced like that. It's not like so that. much that I like it because, oh, that's well-produced. I acknowledge it's well-produced, but if something doesn't sound so well-produced, I'm saying, oh, that sounds like shit so, because it's not produced. So what you're it, s- It's not bad because it's not well-produced. So what you're saying is that Rumors should be the quality sound for every single album, right? I wouldn't say that, <laughs> That's but it, it has a good quality. <laughs> every album should sound like Rumors. Well, you heard it here first. We were, <laughs> well, when you were talking about, you guys are younger than the myself and the two other gentlemen on the screen. What's popular isn't always right, and what's right isn't always popular. Mm-hmm. But an album that you like when it comes out that's very popular, and then you don't hear it for a while. And again, I'm talking. We're, I'm talking to these gentlemen right now, not that because we're older. If there's an album that's been around for that was made 20, 25 years ago that was really popular, and you don't hear it for a while, and then you sit down, you hear one song, and it makes you listen to the album, does that immediately go up the ladder of your favorite albums? Yeah, definitely. I think if an album's got longevity, I mean, it's kind of like. You know, a lot of pop music's kind of disposable. Popular music on the whole, a lot of it, probably 90% of it or more, really. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, there's some stuff that just stays, you know. And, you know, you put it on 10 years later and you think, oh, man, I forgot how good that was, you know. That's generally albums rather than singles, isn't it? The albums yeah. generally yeah. Uh, run generally the yeah. singles are the disposable, disposable things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'll ask, I'll ask um, Style then. Um, is there a Fleetwood Mac album that you prefer to Rumours? I see. I'm I'm not. That's to a begin better with. album. He's not even a fan. No, no. Of Fleetwood Mac, Rumours is there. I will acknowledge it's their best album. It's their best. Yeah. Um, of all okay. albums ever produced, it's not the in even my probably top twenty five. But you're are you to begin with? Are you a Fleetwood fan fan at all? I again, I, I could take them or leave them. I'm not yeah. gonna go out of my. I'll play them. I, I I'm not gonna f- go out of my way to put them on in the car or something like that unless I get oh shit I, I could go for dreams right now or something like that how I see it is like this and I, I might be kind of going out there no one may be uh, able to connect with this I see rumors in Fleetwood Mac like I see AFI AFI is a huge talented band they made one album that I thought was like perfect and amazing answer that and stay fashionable every song is amazing and then all of a sudden now, granted, they try to switch up their sound, but after that, every album kind of sucked. So that's I don't I don't want to say Fleetwood Mac every album sucks, but it's the appetite ru- of destruction theory. Yes, Rumors was perfect, and then every other album can't really stand up to that, and I just don't really care for. But every band has their zenith. Uh, do they though? You Radiohead every album is pretty freaking amazing. There's not one that's just standing uh, out. Benz might be, but. You think the Benz is their standout? That's just... Oh, wow. Even I'd put, like, OK Computer above that. Oh, I forgot about OK, okay Computer. computer. <laughs> yeah. Or even their newest, yeah. Moonshape Pool. Gentlemen, are you guys Radiohead fans? I... Yeah. I, I am. Their earlier stuff I liked. 
Um, I like the first album actually, Pablo Honey. Um, mm. It was quite ro- yeah. it was a lot rockier with Creep uh, and the like on. Um, and then um, was it the Benz after? Was it the Benz the second one? I think so. Um, yeah. yeah, High and Dry. Um, and then OK Computer. Um, to, to my ears. Radiohead, I know what Sean will say is I love that Radiohead. <laughs> they're, they're continually developing and every album they do is, is great, but they, they, they've, they've changed their style. Yeah, they have changed their style quite drastically. Every album. Uh, and I find it difficult to keep up with with a lot of their changes, to be perfectly honest. Um, but I, as, as Star would say, I wouldn't turn it off if I heard it on the radio. Yeah. Um, I- mm. I don't think Nick's as big a fan of radio. Are you? I can't remember. I, I, you know what? They just kind of. I mean, I've got the first album. I didn't realise I had it, but I got the first album. But like, they kind of passed me by for some reason. I don't know what you know. It's hard to get into everything, and there's so much music out there. And yeah. I got the first Such album, and then band. kind of. Yeah, I mean, I've heard stuff off OK Computer. The stuff I've heard, I've like, oh, wow, that's pretty good, you know. But not enough for me to really get into them. Big time, really. You know, uh, I I have a good question, if I may. Since we're talking about overrated or underrated, what? Uh, since you guys are from the UK, what is a band or an artist from America that you guys think is overrated? Oh, good call. Nice, yeah. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, overrated. American. It's, a very good question. it's difficult. Difficult to distinguish between. I mean, there are a lot of US bands that. Just didn't make it big over here, but True. does that make them overrated just because they don't make it big over here? I don't, I don't know. Well, maybe um, not even not even just uh, popularity in society, but just to you guys. Like, okay, here here's one for me. Um, a huge rock legend in America that I really don't care for, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, do not care for him at all. Maybe two songs not I, can, saying, I can tolerate. Not even saying he's bad, but just he's, I do not find him complete at all good, and I would not want to listen to him at all. I don't get the appeal. Me either. Springsteen. He's just very gravelly and forced, and it kind of sounds like it hurts. He's like that blue collar people where they yeah. look up to, but he's really fucking not. Pink Cadillac's a cool he's song. He's a billionaire. <laughs> he's a billionaire going, all right, boys, get in the coal mine, and we work five to nine, and it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> You're rich. You're in a jet. <laughs> But that is, since we've, um, Colin, since you've become a part of the music DJ family, and Nick, I guess you're invited in also. That, <laughs> How Sean, of you. Sean, make, that's a great question, <laughs> is I think, is, because we we think here in America, yeah. and that, Sean, I know I'm echo- echoing this, we think every band that's big here is big elsewhere. Everywhere else. And you guys. Well, we were, me and Colin were talking about that earlier, and it's kind of like there's a whole load of artists that, like, I think, big here but not big in america and oh, vice yeah. versa you know we were just talking about bands like uh journey kansas Boner, uh, Boston. uh Boston. yeah Boston. i mean that, yeah. a lot Boston. of them shouldn't trick, make it across the pond cheap, cheap trick cheap trick i mean you just they they hardly feature on well a lot of people don't even know them over here you know there's Ooh, just nothing not, over here really it's I, not that they're bad though yeah it's just a yeah I got a bands that we just, you know. I got a question. Since we're talking kind of how I brought up Bruce Springsteen, we're talking about kind of some rock legends. 
I have a question since I know me and Sal have a shared hatred of one of this biggest really? artists. We agree on something? One thing. How was Dylan received uh, over in the UK? How was Bob Dylan received over there? I think pretty big. Was he? Yeah. yeah. I would well, say. Would you say that, uh, Sarah? Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, he was he was well liked. I well, actually I don't like him, hate but... that people like him. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nick, Nick Donovan over like Dylan him. every day. Oh, yeah. I can't stand him. I, I I personally can't listen to a song by him. I saw I, a video. I find it difficult. In a hotel where Donovan and Dylan, or yeah, Bob Dylan and Donovan were hanging out. I like, wish you would have him. They I wish pl- Donovan would have beat the shit out they of him. They were playing guitar back and forth, and Donovan's killing it, and all these girls are like really into it. And then Dylan kind of like starts playing, but he'll like he'll stop playing in between and say like some dickish, into high intellectual, not really shit. And it's just like, man, why you got to be such a douche and bring down the whole vibe? <laughs> Is Dylan Donovan just singing about cherry covered <laughs> sunsets? <laughs> But that's an interesting. I know, you know that. He, go ahead. Who is it? I just kind of think like you know, I don't know what it is, but Dylan, it, for me, it's his voice. I can't stand his yeah, voice. And terrible. yet, like someone that come out of America, maybe a little bit later, but same time-ish, but a bit later. I'm a Neil Young. I love. Ooh. I just think he's great. I just think Neil Young, fucking great. I love Neil Young. Neil Young Probably was got nearly everything he's ever done. But Bob Dylan, don't like I don't know do anything by him and, and I just never about, will. I thought know? about fuck, fuck Neil Young. I love Neil Young, though. I think Neil Young was, I mean, maybe I'm blowing too much smoke up his ass, but he was really young and kind of revolutionary at the time. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I kind of I, think he was similar to Dylan. I don't know whether you uh, perceive him in that way, but, you know, singer-songwriter, acoustic guitar, when he first started out. I, yeah, I, for, I, I don't know why Dylan got so big. Yeah, I can see I that. I just don't know why Dylan got so big. I will say, um, as, as far as... Was he the first? As far as Neil goes, I, I, I would have put him in the category of overrated. You would? Yeah. I Again, he's one of those I don't mind. I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to it, but Heart of Gold is such an annoying song to me, he, just for the reason it's been or overplayed. Or what's the other one? Yeah. Uh, uh, that, I, I tell you what, listen, listen to the Working album Man? Live Rust with Crazy Horse. Wait, what am I thinking of? Southern, La- is Southern that the Man? one? Huh? Live Rust? No, hold on. The album Live Rust, Neil Young and Crazy Horse. That is yeah. a killer album. And it's nothing. That's nothing like Heart of Gold. That is nothing like yeah. Heart of Gold. That is really heavy. And it is just, man, it's just a great album. Do you, you're, I like Heart of Gold. You're not Mind old, you, I do like, like Bob Dylan. You're I like Bob Dylan as well. <laughs> Guys, and I, I like Bruce. And I like Springsteen. So, it, I mean, yeah, I'm, I know. I like Springsteen. <laughs> I like Springsteen. I like Springsteen. I think Springsteen. Everyone's got a different voice. Uh, Not everyone can sing brilliantly. I mean, to be fair, Johnny Cash isn't the greatest of singers, is he? I mean, fuck, look at Kurt Cobain. Neil Young isn't the greatest of singers. Uh, Bob Dylan's not the greatest of singers, but it's it's the whole package. And the fact. I like bad singers, though. I like unique bad singers. Oh, you like Bob Dylan, huh? No, I like like Fat Mike. Fat Mike of No Effects. I like bad singers. Bob Dylan is not a singer. He's a mumbler. Uh, (laughs) Tell me one fucking (laughs) word he speaks in any song. He can write like there's no tomorrow. He just needs to pass it off after that. No, I don't think Bob Dylan can write at all. You don't like knocking on heaven's door? He see this is what I hate about Dylan is he'll go and write Hurricane and it's like oh wow you are like an amazing poet and then he'll go write something it's like the hamster wheels running and the monkeys eating ham the sandwiches are running out and Mama's in the kitchen cooking up grilled cheese and it's like none of that means shit dude what are you talking about he's like that's about oh, the Vietnam War record. 
That's about the Vietnam War. <laughs> exactly. Okay, hey, while we're on the subject, because I, for some reason I was on a kick this morning, yeah. protest music, there's like three or four maybe good like protest era songs, and the rest of them are just kind of like, okay, yeah, you think, no, you're dude. upset, we get it. There's some crazy good protest songs that are uh, that have been hidden and are kept out of radio play and stuff like that. One of the best protest songs you'll ever hear is Strange Fruits. Oh, Strange Fruits is a phenomenal song. Yeah, it was a band from Air. But that's not like that's, allowed I'm, I'm to play. I'm talking Vietnam era protest song. That's not... Anything by uh, the Guthrie's? <laughs> just, just the way it took All you to get there for a second. <laughs> I, I think most of the best protest songs were by folk musicians. Right. I'm, I'm saying... Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying... Protest in general. You said there was only like three good protest songs. I'm not songs. saying the whole subgenre. I'm saying like Vietnam era protest songs, like Fortunate Son era. Songs Dylan specifically era. about Vietnam. Yes, like that generation protest song. I'm a little was, um, light on my Eva Vietnam. Destru- Eva Destruction. That's oh, sure, that's a good call. Ooh. Great tune, Nick. You got one. And that's Nick, one of the ones any? I was thinking of. <laughs> was it? I haven't actually. My mind's yeah, blank at the moment. It. Sorry. <laughs> Most what about Ohio? Does that count? Neil Young? Oh. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. See, when I think of protest songs, I mainly think of, like, a single white guy with an acoustic guitar. <laughs> That's yeah. great. But he's like, this machine kills fascism. <laughs> oh, baby, I love me some Woody Guthrie. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about. This land is your land. <laughs> that was a protest song. Sure. Good old Woody, yeah, Woody Guthrie. Buffalo Springfield? Yeah. See, when we were talking about yeah. Neil Young, it sucks because Neil Young is so good, but then he got to that point where he's overplayed, yeah. and then he got overrated. What I like to call it is the Freebird Syndrome, is that, holy shit, Freebird is such an amazing song, some of the most amazing solos you'll ever hear, but holy fuck, every time Freebird comes on, you're just, a lot of people are just like, oh, Freebird yeah. again, like, it's over-fucking-played. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's amazing. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I get that completely. You know, it's like I was saying to Cole the other day. If, if I hear Hotel California, I just what? don't want to hear it. Oh, do you know? It's oh. a great song, but I've heard it too many times. I yeah. just can't deal with it anymore. And yet, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great song, but yeah, it's just overplayed. How about how about that? My head in. What's everyone's? What's everyone's overplayed song? What's everyone's overplayed That's song? That's mine. That, Hotel California. Is it? Hotel California. Okay, because because I, yeah. I saw even yeah. Jeff kind of. Jeff was even kind of kicking up at Hotel California. No, it, the Eagles are my favorite band. Oh, you do like the Eagles? Yeah, right. yeah. I'll admit, like Eagles, I'll admit though, Nick. Loves the, yeah, Nick I, loves the Eagles, and I, he does like Hotel California as well. But I think it's just—I'm I'm speaking on your behalf here, Nick. Yeah, and you teach it on the guitar all the time, and you just get fed up hearing it on the radio, I guess, or or whatever. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, that for me, if if a song if a song is good, then I, I don't mind hearing it. Um, so it, it's difficult for me to think of one. If everyone else can think of a song that is their overplayed song, then fair dues. Um, while I'm thinking of one, don't stop believing. Yeah, um, that's, is that, that yours? That journey. It, yeah. it, don't get me wrong; it's a good song. But like you said, I'm tired of fucking hearing that's the journey song that gets played on the radio. Yeah. And from a band yeah, yeah, that has yeah. hit after hit after hit, 
Like, that's a band I can sit down and listen to multiple albums of. But, except that song. And I get to that song, like, this, of all things, is what they're going to play on the radio. That one's so inspiring, though. It really picks me up. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should go listen to some Dylan, too. No, no, no. (laughs) So, Jeff, what would be yours, then? Did Colin give his yet? Uh, Colin said... No, I'm thinking. thinking It's difficult for me, because if if I love a song, then I love to hear it. I I can't equate this... uh, well, not, overplay a lot of yeah. people have said to me in the past i play like I, I know, hey jude or something and and i'll be told oh yeah it was overplayed not even a song but, particularly that you like just a song that's overplayed that you can't listen to anymore Ooh. party in the uh, usa fry or friday friday Everyone's talking about Friday. Everything played early 2000s radio. I'm overplayed. But I'm, I'm thinking of like Beatles songs because here's the thing. Everything. I love the Beatles, but the Beatles does have like, it's oh. so overplayed. Wait, uh, Which song are you talking about? Yeah, what's... <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a song that's overplayed that I can't listen to like we're talking about. By the Beatles. Oh. By the Beatles? By anybody. Or I mean, by anybody. By, by, by the Beatles. By the Beatles. Yeah. A little bit of A, I, I a little bit of B. <laughs> by the Beatles, I'll give you Hey Jude and Come Together. Ooh. I would do... Uh, oh, there is a Beatles song that like people play all the time that I can't stand. Uh, I don't know. Here's the thing, because I am a big Beatles fan. I am. But a lot of their song is so overplayed. But like Colin said, I love it to the point where I could hear it so much. But there are still a few songs, like, I, I'd probably say Hey Jude. Yeah. I'd probably hate, say Hey Jude. But if I'm going yeah. with, like, overplayed songs that I don't like, it would probably actually be uh, that the, uh, Dylan. Uh, I, uh, what's funny is I can't even think of it right now. But the biggest Dylan song where... Uh, the times are Times changing. are changing. Yeah. That yeah. fucking song is so overplayed. Which is great because I have song. it on my Spotify by like four different artists that aren't fucking Seriously? Dylan. Because it's a fine song. Just fuck Bob Dylan. I would, goddamn, I hate his I'd voice. I'd say times they are changing. I can't. I get it. It's a legendary song. But the minute it comes on, I'm, I'm so over it already. Oh, I, again, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you. I love that song. <laughs> and I, I love the way Dylan sings it, even if he's not got the greatest of voices. <laughs> what I will admit to is that probably Bob Dylan, there are, there are probably more, how can I put this? There are more songs, there are a lot of acts that have, that have recorded Bob Dylan's songs and actually they sound better oh, yeah. than the original by Bob Dylan. Not surprising. Um, not, Jimmy Hendrix? It's not difficult, you might say. Okay, uh, but I mean, if, <laughs> but oh. I don't mind listening to Dylan. So there's Mr. Tambourine Man, for example. I mean, the Birds version of that is, all around is excellent. The, yeah, yeah. All Around the Watchtower. All yeah. Around the Watchtower. All Along the Watchtower. Down. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy yeah. Hendrix. Hendrix yeah, yeah. Love Jimmy. Pl- um, <laughs> I didn't look it up. Even even looking at random kids for some reason. <laughs> Why'd you type? Even <laughs> maybe blowing in the blowing in the wind. A uh, <laughs> couple of Stevie Wonder did a version, didn't he? And um, did he? Probably Peter, Paul, and Mary. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm sure he did a version of Stevie Wonder. That's another um, reason I hate Dylan, though. Dylan's always like, I hate when people cover my music because they do it better. He's jealous. I know. I know. He even said another he... one is Mike. Sorry, Mike, the Mighty Quinn by Manfred um, mm. Mann. Okay. Yeah, Dylan that's even admitted than Qu- Quinn the Eskimo. He's like all along the Watchtower. That's Jimmy's song now. He's like that sounds better than I could ever play. That's totally. I I I 
yeah, that was when I first heard all along the Watchtower. I thought it was a Jimi Hendrix song. I didn't even know it was a Dylan song. Yeah. When I heard the Dylan version, I thought, God, it's crap. You know, I mean, compared with the Hendrix oh, yeah. version. But then I am uh, just, you know, I just don't like Dylan. So, you know, another absolute <laughs> classic cover version of a Dylan song, a lesser known Dylan song, um, was absolutely Sweet Marie. I, I don't know which album it's on, but a, a great version of that by a band that probably could go down as an underrated band. I don't know. We were around for so little. Uh, it was a band called Jason and the Scorchers. They were very like, um, if, you, if you think Georgia Satellites, you know, they were a bit like that. I don't know how to describe that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's sort of rock. Um, well, it is rock, obviously. Uh, but yeah, absolutely sweet, Marie. And they, they really kick ass, as we might call it here. <laughs> Well, Sean, get, Sean brought up a, actually, Nick and Sean kind of tied in with this. You have a favorite band. What is the most favorite song um, from that band, and the least favorite song? The, your favorite band. What song do you hate to hear from that band? Favorite band. You guys started off first. Your favorite band, the song you don't like. Well, you know mine. Um, the the Beatles, the Beatles are my favourite band um, for various reasons, and my all time favourite song. Before I get rushed out of the room, is uh, and I also mentioned Rush there, didn't I? Um, <laughs> hey Jude, I, I could listen to that every day of the week. Uh, at my funeral, I'm going to have Hey Jude played. It's such a great song, great anthem. Uh, as for songs I don't like, well, the, the, the Beatles song that I would skip every single time isn't really a song, and that's on the White Album, uh, which is the sort of avant, avant-garde nonsense between John and Yoko mm. uh, called Revolution Number no. 9 for about six minutes, you know, with his voice coming in every now and again saying, Number 9, Number 9, you know, and then there's sort of a bit of, Radio broadcast faded in. I mean, it's, it's just not a song. So I think that's difficult to. I, I, a lot of the. Um, not a Lennon, fan of Yoko throat screaming. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Um, probably, strangely, one of a lot of people's favorite Beatles songs, especially Oasis fans, uh, finished up the uh, Revolver album. At least it did. It did in the UK. In, in America, they probably, I don't know, put Lady Madonna or something on the end of it. I don't know. Because um, I didn't swap them around a bit. Was was Tomorrow Never Knows. I've never been a great fan of that. It's sort of whiny noise. No, yeah. I, I just started getting in, not a lot, but like kind of listening to Oasis. I already knew Oasis they were... Oasis is good. I already knew they were big and a great band, but I saw this live... Uh, concert from them in 1996 and the reason i watched it was it was labeled the meth show and the opening band i guess supposedly allegedly gave them meth they all smoked meth and it was one of the greatest concerts i've ever seen oasis crushed (laughs) do you do you have a favorite band song you don't like did you already say that already a favorite uh a song i don't like by my favorite band Let's see. I'm trying to think. I would say, 
Well, why don't you start first? Um, well, that's an easy one for me. And who's it, your? It, it I know goes, what. It goes right back into what we were talking about about overplayed songs. I cannot stand "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Oh, oh. yeah. Especially everybody Oof. goes, "Oh, I love Nirvana." Yeah, "Smells Like Teen Spirit." I'll oh, go fuck yourself. See, I, even Kurt Cobain said he hated that fucking song. song. It's a bad. It's took Nirvana out of everything that they're built around. It's mainstream. It's pop. It's garbage. Uh, favorite song would either be "Where'd You Sleep Last Night" or "All Apologies." But that was Lead Belly. Oh yeah, the I'm, cover. Oh, by them, yeah, Nirvana. They did version. crush that yeah. Lead Belly cover. Uh, Nirvana are fucking kings of the cover. I swear. Let me think. You know what's funny? Other than Elvis. You know what's funny is I don't care for Nirvana, but I'll admit one album that they came out with that I'll say is very, very good. They came out with it, and you'll probably know the name. They came out with it specifically because they're like, "Oh, we want to release all of our B sides and not make any commercial music, not make any radio music." And just be like, fuck you, here's the craziest sounds from Nirvana. You either like this or you don't. Are you talking uh, after Kurt's death when they released? No, no, it was before. It was a random album. And like all their songs uh, are so hard and fast. Was there a black, black sleeve to it? Was it, was it no, a black album I do on? know what you're talking about. It was like a weird white album. Uh, or like tan. I'll look it up right well, now. While you're looking that up, I would say, and also with Stalin is love of smells like teen spirit <laughs> and talk and also talking of cover versions i've heard probably one of the worst ever cover versions of any song the other day which was live in concert i don't know why i was looking at it i showed you nick didn't i it oh. was a version of smells like teen spirit i take that i don't I take that popular in america like a, a, a four Four guys, no. five guys originally. A, bo- they, a boy band. They're, they're a boy band. They're a boy Eight, band. Yeah, they had a, girls, probably you know. their big hit in the States was called Back for Good in the mid-90s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they did it in, in a live in oh, concert yeah, with the kids so, screaming. Yeah, I, it was awful. It's horrible. Yeah, I, it was horrible. It I know that yeah, so, These guys don't. So the Nirvana album was incest, uh, Insecticide. Or Incesticide? Incesticide. <laughs> <laughs> Is it incesticide? I have always said insecticide. I always thought it's it was probably incesticide, honestly. Okay, I was going to say. I've, I've, I've always pronounced it as insecticide. I always thought it was insecticide, but it's incesticide. But yeah, that's like a lot of their kind of like B-side crazier shit. And, it's, and it is. It's kind of like how I like them, how I would like Nirvana to follow and sound like a completely crazy grunge band. We were... T- what I, was, I like? <laughs> what is your deal? No, I was I was waiting. But I'll go. My... Sorry, I'll, I'll answer mine. What's funny is I think Stella will agree with me on this. I love Queen. Well, not this part. I love Queen. I really do. I think Queen is an amazing band. But again, they have been so overplayed to the mm. point where they're overrated. So I have to go with their biggest hit, which is completely overplayed: Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's great. But every time it comes on, I'm just like, okay, I. Let's get it over with. I don't really care. But it goes back to my yeah. original point: is these guys can chime in if you don't hear it for a while. Do you, yeah. and when it comes on, do you then go? <laughs> but it's but but here's the Wait. thing: I don't know if you guys will agree. It, it it's something that like I could go without for a while, and then if I hear it, I'll go oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. But then I don't want to hear it again. Yeah. It's like a it's like a nice little surprise treat. But but after it ends, I'm not like oh I want to hear it again. I'm like okay I want to go a few years again without hearing it, and then be at a bar randomly yeah. and it's in the back, and I'm like oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> 
gentlemen, your thoughts? Yeah. Again, yeah, I, I, I always hear in Rhapsody. Yeah, great song. But I can great I song. always get this feeling when you hear a song, like say you say you hear Bone Rhapsody, you know, you kind of think, Oh yeah, great Queen, but why didn't he play something else? You know, why is it always the same stuff? That's the that's the reaction exactly. I always get. Yeah. You know, like that's how I get the reaction at Hotel California. Oh yeah, great song, but fuck, why didn't he play something else? You yeah. know, or you know. Eagles I just and, get that reaction. Eagles and Queen have so many great songs, and it's like they only play yeah, those like you, three yeah. hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, it. And as you know, I mean, our radio's not as you know. We don't get like rock stations here. We don't get anything like that. So, you know, but I know what you mean. You know, we we've got some stations that play a bit of rock and a bit, you know. But it's always the same songs. You what? know, you'll hear a band come on. It's the Eagles. It'll take it easy. <laughs> Or it'll be Hotel California. What happens? You know, I mean, you won't hear anything else. What happens, and especially we've experienced this a lot uh, in the radio industry. A lot of people they stick they stick with what they know, and they stick with what they know works. So that's why you get that overplayed. Because if you're at a bar, yeah. you're like, oh, everyone's drunk. You know what? Everyone would probably like to sing Sweet Caroline. I knew you were going to We're all drunk. Let's yeah. sing Sweet Caroline. It's like, holy fuck. Can we all have a different chant for us to sing while we're drunk instead of fucking Sweet Caroline? <laughs> like Friends in Low Places, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I honestly rather sing Friends in Low Places. Who wouldn't? Such a great tune. Okay, I'll say this, and this is the only time I'll say it. I'm taking a while. I would. Ra- it's hard for me to say it. I would rather. You've got to say it out loud, Sean. I know, I know. I would rather listen to and sing along to country while I'm drunk than like those radio hits. Yeah. Sweet Caroline, bump, 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 or hang on, Sloopy, Sloopy, hang on. Oh, you know, hey. you know. One thing oh. I often think. I often oh. think personally, looking back over the years, a single off the album. You know, I I happen to often think it's not one of the better tracks on the album. Yeah, it's you the know. catchiest. You know, the single comes out and it's kind of, you know, they pick the kind of poppy-ish one, but there's not much depth to it. You know, you've heard it, yeah. you hear it a dozen odd times and you start to get bored with it. And there's tons of great tracks on the album which, you know, don't get heard. So I often don't think the single, I mean, record companies obviously think differently, but, you know, S- singles? I'm not really a singles kind of guy. You couldn't so say like that, that about, you couldn't say that about uh, Night of the Opera. And Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, that was you know six six yeah. minutes, was it or something? Yeah. Maybe more. And they, the record company, I don't think they didn't want it. It's yeah, they didn't want to I mean, do they, that. They insisted yeah. on it. Yeah. Didn't they? What I've learned, um, what I've learned growing up is singles are just kind of like the most easiest digestible. The kind of not to say too bland, but it's like, hey, we're gonna release this. It's a, it's a taster. Yeah, yeah. We're going to spread this around. No target audience. Anyone could digest it and like it. And then it'll bring people into the album where then they could actually Mm. hear real substance and and things that are actually worthwhile. Well, where singles are like in sync, bye, bye, bye. Or like some Taylor Swift, like shit like that. It's nothing really of meaning. It's just something that they could push onto the radio, listen for two and a half minutes. You sing it in your car. It sticks with you for a while. I've learned that singles really aren't that special, unfortunately. The, the, the single be... itself has become pretty much redundant uh, yeah. as, as a like as an entity of its own, really. It's very mean, generic. In the old days, in the good old days, uh, when when this charts and singles chart, as we discuss on our podcast regularly, um, 
when, when the charts actually mattered. Yeah, it um, meant something. It meant something, you know, to get to number one. Or nowadays, what's a single? I mean, every, everything is released off of an album it, for downloads. I mean, I don't know whether it's the same in the states, but in America, you, you get an, an X number of downloads um, will, will get you yeah. a sale, mm -hmm. if you like. And they're all had those up. And like when Ed Sheeran comes out with his latest album and literally 18 yeah. of the top 20 are tracks from that album. I mean, it's, it's, it's easily manipulated, unfortunately. Okay, so let, let's bring this up. We talked a lot about overrated albums and things like that. On the flip side, if you had to pick, uh, let's go with three of who you think are the three most underrated artists, you'd say. Who would you pick? You guys take that one first. I need a chance to think. Yeah, do you guys oh, think there's anyone um, that's underrated that should be can bigger? I, can I just come up with just one, one over, overrated band? <laughs> I've, I've never really got into actually one briefly. Uh, British band. Can't really see what. They're a good live band, apparently. Um, Muse. Heard of Muse? Muse? Muse is a little overrated. I quite like Muse. Are they overrated? You like Muse? I think they're a little. I quite overrated. like Muse. Just, yeah. Are they? Rock? I can't. I what can't see what. Like, I can't see what's okay. special about good them. Live. Good live. Good live. Yeah, I know they're good live. Apparently, I've, I've never seen them live. They're good live. Blinding. Um, right. So uh, we got to think of underrated artists. Do you think they should be bigger? Do you think Muse should be bigger than they are? They're pretty huge. So they're who's pretty huge? So who's someone that's relatively small that you guys think should be bigger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the Muse was like an over an overrated one for my oh, Okay, extending what we were saying before, underrated. Is it, does it have um, to be a band or just anybody? Uh, artist, oh, no. artist band, anyone? Artist band, artist guy band. on the oh, okay. guy on the side of the streets, just hitting pans with a broomstick. Yeah. Yeah. Can I mention? I can think of a. I can think of two female artists that I, mm. I really think should have been much, much, much bigger. The first one's British, and I don't think she barely touched the States. Her name is Judy Zook. She had an uh, album out in the 70s called Welcome to the Cruise. She followed that up with another six or seven albums here and become more of an album artist and only had one hit single. And she, her audience was mainly a rock audience. Um, but I think she should have been far, far bigger. Another female artist that I think should have been far, far bigger, but she might have been big in the States, but she wasn't that much here, was um, Ricky Lee Jones. Hmm. I'll have to check those Who out. I haven't hit. heard those names. She had a hit with Chucky's in Jones. Love, which is a bit of a song that I know some people find a bit irritating, but Chucky Lee Jones's songwriting was, I think, absolutely incredible. Incredible voice. A debut album. I would say, for me, is one of my top-rated debut albums of all time. Is that the one with her with the, the hat and the, the cigar? Yeah, she's the smoking a cigar. Yeah, yeah. A cigar, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's, that's two that I can think of, which were, I, I think they should be, you know, much well-known than they are, <laughs> personally. Much well-known. Jeff? Yeah. Well, can I mention a good old quote? Oh, they can't good old related. quote, yeah, very. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't go without. Get them in the hall of fame. Get them in the hall of fame. Hell yeah. Um, they are. Oh, they had a couple of hits in the states. Nothing else really, did they? Um, but I mean, over here they're huge. Not only just over here, all over the world, I would say, Australia, uh, yeah. all over Europe certainly. Um, but e even so, even though they have. Went through all the list in, in our podcast the other day. I mean, 
however many hits it was. They've had about 85 singles and 33 albums or whatever, a load of number one albums. Um, despite even all of that and their success, they are still sort of derided a little bit, aren't they? Yeah. Over, over here as being rather simplistic, um, uh, 12-bar boot, you know, they only play three chords. Don't mention that to style, otherwise we'll mention the Beatles again. <laughs> but only the three-chord merchants, you know, um, which is a shame. But uh, as I keep saying, they'd, they'd be, if they were American, they'd be an absolutely huge band. Talking of yeah. American, I've got one other band I've just suddenly thought of, which, um, again, I don't believe I've had any hits in the States or over here, which is unusual. They were they were a mid-60s band. San Francisco, I think they were formed. Um, were sort of a garage rock band, um, and they were called the Flaming Groovies. Flaming Groovies. Yeah, the Flaming Groovies. And that... By the mid, by the early seventies, I think one of the members left and they carried on, and they veered more towards uh, sort of a power pop, punky sort of sound to it, and also very. Uh, they did a, a few covers on some of their albums as well. Very, very jing- jangly sort of guitars, very, very birds like. Um, yeah. And they had about three classic albums: "Shake Some Action," I think might have been a hit album in the states. When I say hit. 150 or something probably but that's about it um and then the flaming group is now and then a jumping in the night i think it was but they were a great band produced by dave edmonds i believe as well yeah on the rockfield label maybe nick loves a record label um i did have a record <laughs> yeah the flaming groovies i don't know whether you it's sort of a band that either of you have heard any of you have heard over no. there in... i don't think i have Flaming Lips, but not the Flaming Groovies. No, not the Flaming Lips, mm. the Flaming Groovies. So these are around in the, the mid-60s. Are the Flaming Lips your underrated band, Jeff? Band? I was going to say Lucinda Williams. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm surprised you're not. Lucinda Williams. Do okay. oh. you guys agree? I mean, I think she's... Lucinda Williams is a great, great singer-songwriter, yeah. yeah. Again, quite sort of um, Americana, would you say, or alt-country? <laughs> Don't know how you describe it. Big country, yeah. Car, <laughs> car wheels on a gravel road. That was her, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess a bit like folky kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, maybe folky Ang- as well. Yeah, angry country. <laughs> angry country. <laughs> That's my favorite genre. <laughs> That's before he cheats, right? Angry country. Well, I can't. Yeah, I can't think of. Um, I got still got the mic altercation with Sirius XM no, just getting on the phone before I can't think of any bands right now I mean I mentioned Lucinda Williams but underrated wow a bands that I like that I bands, think are underrated artists, oh jeez um, that someone who should be like a name stay that, right? we, that we toss around like a kiss or a Bon Jovi Rise Against okay are you guys familiar with Rise Against Rise Against Vaguely familiar. Are they sort of quite heavy metal-ish? No? Yeah. I've heard the name, but I don't know. If, uh... well, that's... It's not Rise Against Rise. It's not Rise Against the Machine, is it? No. <laughs> no, it's just Rise Against. <laughs> tribute band. There's a tribute band called Rise Against the Machine. That's yeah, I wouldn't good. be surprised. <laughs> I'm sure there is somewhere. 
Now, the, one other thing we were talking about, and I always mention this both for this podcast and our other podcast, Mike's and Men, we have great conversations before the show. Not that this is not a great conversation. I mean, this talking and hearing Sean P. in the background, you can't, it does not get any better than this. You guys can't hear that. But John Cougar Mellencamp, he's in the hall. You, you're a fan. Yeah. Colin, Nick, I, I can't recall what you said. If your fans are not, I, 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 you know, I, I quite like him, but he, he hardly comes on the radar over here. You know, he's one of those guys that, you know, like we were talking about artists that, you know, are big here and not big somewhere else. He's just not big in England. John Cougar Mellencamp, really. Um, but, but he should be. But he should be. Yeah, yeah. So, he, so he's underrated. Maybe he is underrated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's I, underrated I, here. Yeah. Always loved. I loved whatever name he calls himself. Uh, John yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Has he, has he ever toured here? Has he ever toured here? Well, I he toured once. He, yeah, because I saw him live really? once actually. Oh right. So okay. in, uh, yeah. Yeah, ninety-one maybe. We went, for some reason, yeah. we went up to Birmingham. John Cougar Mellencamp uh, one of those guys I, I can't fathom why he's not more popular and mainstream because he ticks all the boxes and like everyone knows yeah. the name obviously everyone knows Jack and Diane that's the big radio song if we're going to designate <laughs> one to him but all of his songs seem to be number one they're different they're not all the exact same song exact same sound but they're all good they're rock they're ballads they're different and they have meaning to them like and they're power yeah. chords, a lot of them. So they're catching, too. Like, mm. I, the people I had in mind were Dion. And I can see why, okay, he falls into one category. It's that doo-wop, oldies style. I think he should be more of a household name, but I see how he pigeonholes himself with one genre. He branched out and did Purple Haze and things like that. But that's beside the point. Ricky Nelson is another one. I don't understand how he isn't. I mean, people know of Ricky Nelson, but he's not. He's should be as big of a name, if not bigger, than like a Johnny Cash or Jerry Lee Lewis, with his variety, mm. his longevity, and his different styles he's reached. What the fuck you got against Ricky Nelson? <laughs> he's good, but you compared him. You put him in the same sentence as the Man in Black. Yeah, he's not nearly as good of a songwriter, but music-wise, his his ability to sing and put out a good song. I think you're just unintelligent. <laughs> Alice Cooper is another one. I could not compare Alice Ricky Co- Nelson to Johnny Cash. Alice Cooper is another one to move past that. What? Huge name. Everybody knows Alice Cooper, mm-hmm. right? It seems like people only know maybe two or three songs by him ever yeah, when you bring up Alice true. Cooper. And I don't know why. I've been on a big Alice Cooper kick the past couple weeks. Does he have a big discography? Or... He's, yeah, he's huge. Because I fall yeah, in. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Cooper fan. Love Are Cooper. You? Yeah, I love Alice Cooper. I fall in the camp where I'm like, oh, he's got some good hits, but I'm like, I really don't know any of his music. Yeah, and and that's kind of how I was too. And like, I don't know why. I don't know what sparked it, but the past couple like weeks, I've been an Alice Cooper, Cooper kick. kick. <laughs> yeah, man, the Cooper kick. Yeah, yeah. Alice Fridays. Billion Dollar Babies. Billion <laughs> yeah. Dollar Babies. That's a great album. I'll have to listen to some Cooper when I get home. If I'm may- great. Yeah. If I may interject, another gentleman who is a music aficionado, B.A. Bartell, we are writing a book together about music. Great he man. Is, you know he is watching um, and read. He is watching on Facebook Live, and he knows so much musically and the Flaming Groovies. He mentioned the song Teenage Head. Mm. Teenage Head, yeah. That was that was all like, been there. Um, 
the last of their, uh, their sort of maybe garage rocky sort of sound. Uh, I think that was the that was the name of the album, the title track. They did a great version of uh, Randy Newman's um, "Have You Seen My Baby" as well. They did. Ringo yeah, I've, did. Heard, I've heard that. That's good. Which Ring, Ringo did, of course, on um, on his Ringo album with with really? Mark Boland playing the guitar. Um, uh, yes, the but yeah, the Teenage Head was a great, <laughs> a classic, I would say, of its of its genre. Teenage Head, yeah, yeah. I go for some adulthood. Yeah. No. <laughs> one yeah, more, good. one more second cousin. Is that was that a song or is that the name of a band? BA mentioned. He said, Are you is just what you got on your mind? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what BA texted me. He said, Teenage Head by the Flaming Groovies. And then he said, Second Cousin as well. Is there, there's a second cousin. Yeah. Second Cousin. Yeah. My, my, might have been a track on the uh, Teenage Head album, actually. Yeah. I mean, I bow down to BA's knowledge on that. Yeah, we we have to get. Oh, to actually, get I prefer, I preferred the next stage of the the groovies, as we, as we fans call them, the groovies uh, uh, period of time, with the the let's say the more more power poppy, shake some action. Um, they did a great version of feel a whole lot better, um, the birds song, uh, a few Beatle covers as well. There's a place, but yeah, they they did a lot of a lot of great songs. Feel a whole lot better. It's I will. Great, thanks. It's a yeah. great song. Yeah, that's that's a great song. I can have come to appreciate the birds more recently. <laughs> I'm not going to say how first, <laughs> but um, for I didn't know a whole lot about them. I mean, I was young, of course, when they were big. I was very, very young. But even just until the last couple of years, I did not realize that they were as good as they are slash were and they were they were huge over there weren't they the birds in the in the uk yeah uh i wouldn't say they were absolutely huge uh but they they certainly had a number one with with mr tambourine man as as it did in the states but not that any of them played on it though apparently uh it's another one of those another one of those monkeys things i think um uh, i think they were bigger boys. in the states wasn't i i think really i would have thought they were bigger in the states than here overall yeah yeah, wouldn't so, call them overrated. I wouldn't call them underrated. Maybe underrated. They're quite influential band actually in the sixties. Did you? Did you, Colin? Are you? Um, I hate. I know we're bouncing all over the place, but I didn't hear yeah. a lot of the opinions. I think Nick, you said you were an Alice Cooper fan. Yeah, yeah. I I I like Alice Cooper a lot. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt because I'm going to come right back to you. You're right. Is there's three songs people think schools out. I can't even remember some of the other ones. But good job. That's one. Elect, elected. 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 elected yeah. No more. No more, Mister Nice Guy. Yeah. You and me. Yeah. My Frankenstein. Feed my Frankenstein. Yeah. Only women bleed. Uh, only women yeah. bleed. A great, great song. song. But he's got to have so many more hits. Clones. Go How about those mid eighties clones. Go man, go is probably my favorite Alice Cooper song. I was just gonna say, what's your favorite album? Al- oh shit! I don't even think I could tell you. Really? I, I've literally been going that, album to album. Yeah. That many that you like? And that's another one. I talked really? about Journey. I could sit there and listen to albums. I could listen to Alice Cooper albums, hmm. just in a row. That good. Yeah. Him, Marty Robbins. I could listen to albums in a row on. I'll have Obviously to listen to Elvis. Cooper. But yeah. 
I'd say billion dollar babies is probably the best one for me. That's See, mine as well. I have found <laughs> there's too many musicians or artists where I only like like one or two albums. There's not many artists where I like all their albums. Yeah. Not many artists can stand that that's... test of time where everything they put out, every album is is Smacks. concrete. No, that's why. Yeah. Well, like, that's why I was saying about Radiohead. You know, I, I I just don't see that you know everyone is going to be be great. They they've they've changed so much. Yeah. They got so so sort of extremes. It's always difficult to to like something that's up here and another one that's right down here. It is, it yeah. is difficult. You know, you know, another band that I I had trouble with is um I was a massive massive Queen fan. You know, and we talked about this before, Carl. The first three yes. well first three queen albums and you can go up to the first five or six are yeah. great but you know you couldn't listen when you were growing up listening to early queen you could not believe that that band would do anything like radio gaga or yeah mm-hmm. you know you could not believe that the first queen album is total heavy really heavy it's a bit proggy it's a bit it's heavy it's yeah. kind of you can't believe it's the same band you can't even believe how they got from A to B. How did they ever do that? That's Get why to, you know, I make I mean, love bicycle song. Well, that's why I like Queen because they're kind of all over the place. I know what you, you mean, can't really though. Pin them down. Yeah, tie your mother down. Yeah, Somebody I know what you mean. Yeah. And I must say this: that whatever they did, they did it well. Yeah. I mean, you know, like yeah. more poppy Queen, "Somebody to Love." I mean, what a great song! It is a great song, but yeah. um. You know, I did have trouble with some of the Queen stuff, like Hot Space. I mean, that was yeah. probably the well, that's, album ever. You know what? You yeah. actually drew a pretty good, uh, cor- uh, I don't know if I'd say, cor- I think correlation, but like Queen and Radiohead, both of them have such massive hits. They're always kind of, in, in subtle or big ways, changing their sound and going, changing, yeah, yeah. going bigger yeah. for what they're trying to go for. That's what made me think of Queen, Radiohead, yeah. Queen, there's a kind of... That's a yeah, good, you know what, going on. because yeah. sometimes it really, really sticks and works, and then sometimes it just doesn't. To that vein, and I know yeah. I'm going to be very yeah. singled out because I know you don't like him. Jeff, I'm not sure your opinion, I know Shag hates him. What? When you say that and say about bands who have to, who have stayed on top of it and changed their style, yeah. adapted to keep fresh, the one band that I always comes to mind with that is Kiss. They, I know you don't like Kiss, but they knew when to take the makeup off, when to put it back on, when to get serious, when to put. Yeah, it but the lot. thing is, they never really changed their sound. They always sounded like. You're telling me that Beth sounds like Detroit Rock City. See, they wrote one really shitty song, and then they realized we should never do that again. And there's nothing <laughs> else that nothing song. else sounds. Here's Did the you thing. Hear that? <laughs> here's the thing. All their songs almost sound the same and then they were like hey guys people are saying we sound the same they're like let's write a song about beth and then they wrote that and they're like see you can't say we sound the same acdc could do it for 13 albums right. and i, I still fucking love them kiss oh. is fine but here's the thing is acdc has like substance and talent acdc and yeah acdc is like <laughs> fucking highway to right. hell while kiss is like yeah. my dick's a love gun <laughs> it's like oh that's so poetic. I f- <laughs> but I find, bit, I find all the all, all the makeup and stuff uh, a little fucking bit hacky. Odd. Yeah, I'm not not into <laughs> it's that at fucking all. I mean, hacky. You know, why why not be themselves? I mean, another band themselves that, are dorks. Um, I, I, almost scary is Slipknot. 
Slipknot. Oh my yeah. God, they're literally yeah. Kiss is like an old Slipknot. I, I just had this conversation with my buddy the other day. <laughs> my, my buddy Jimmy, uh, shout out to the Sports <laughs> Avenue podcast. He just bought tickets to see Slipknot along with a bunch of other fucking bands and some show. And I'm like, I wouldn't spend the money to see Slipknot in 2021. I'd Corey rather. Corey Taylor is really dr- and don't get me wrong, he's been through a lot. He's had a lot of vocal issues the past couple years. And not a good singer m- more anymore. More power to him to be able. No, he's for what he's been through. Still a very good singer. I Slipknot just doesn't have, especially the last four or five albums. I'd rather see Slipknot twenty twenty one than Kiss nineteen seventy four. No. <laughs> yeah. Because all they would try to do is take my mom backstage and fuck her. That's the point. While they flick their tongue at me, and I don't. I'm not into any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> but, if, but if you were your mom, you would be. No. At least with Slipknot, I'm like, oh, I could relate to a lot of this. <laughs> well, the one thing we th- bands that have been around that you said that they're bound to have um, bad albums. Well, of course, if a band's around, if they have like 25 albums, not every album is going to be great. Mm. Yeah. So no, Beatles. No, he won't nope. agree. But Beatles, Absolutely I think but the Beatles not. didn't have twenty-five albums. But every album they put out was I gold agree. As fuck. I love the Beatles. Okay, uh, what's Beatles, a twenty-five albums? What's I've a had ba- twenty-five? What's a band that put no, out? No, I said they don't. They twenty-five don't have. albums. Oh, I don't have. All right, I was gonna say Prince. Um, boom. They, yeah, the Beatles. I want. I always Bitch. say like you can't like everything <laughs> by everyone. You can't like everything Prince by every band or artist. But the Beatles are up there for me. Uh, apart from that Revolution Nine nonsense, um, <laughs> you really don't not, like not that. Not so, no, not so keen on. I must admit, not so keen on Indian. The George Harrison's Indian influences yeah. with uh, "Within You, Without You," "Love You Too." I mean, some of those other songs. I, lo- um, I liked how the Beatles came back from India, and all of them were like, "Oh, we should incorporate more drugs into our music." And and George was the only one that's like, "Oh, we should in- incorporate like Indian culture and sitar." And they're like, "I guess," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or acid. <laughs> well, the Stones. Um, oh, that's another one. The Beatles and you say that Rolling Stones have been around for like. What is it now? Ninety-four years, something like that. Um, <laughs> here's here's a good. Seems qu- like it. But they went about. a bit funny in the mid seventies for me. Well, then here's um, a good question for you. A lot of a lot of bands have the- tended to get hooked into this sort of discoy sort of sound. I think yeah. from the mid seventies. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, and Black and Blue was a classic example. I mean, why? I mean, stick to what you're good at. That's what I like. Yeah. Mm. Um, none of this well actually Fool to Cry I don't mind too much um, what was the other one on Black and Blue I can't remember now but um, they, they went back I think in seven, no, the, the next album was was back to like you know meat and potatoes rock and roll with uh, some girls although mm. Miss You was a little bit disco y but yeah. um, and, and the first track on Emotional Rescue have you ever heard that the first track on Emotional Rescue oh, Dance oh. now I love that track it's real funk it's yeah. real Pimp. kind of funky and I you know I don't mind a bit of funk now and again so you know yeah the only like Jeff brought up earlier the only artist that I could genuinely think of that has written because there's not many that have written that many albums but Prince and I don't like Prince. I don't think he's that good, but I could obviously respect talent where it's there. He's very skilled, very talented, and mm. every album and every song he writes rises to the charts in his hits, and he has a vault full of thousands more songs that they're not going to release. 
So while I don't like Prince and don't care for him, I obviously can see how talent, uh, how how big of a massive talent yeah, he is. Here. That's the only person I same could think here. of that could put out twenty five records, and all of them would be perceived as amazing by. Elvis? I know yeah. what I said. <laughs> You're telling me that the ma- the general consensus for m- the majority of Elvis's albums aren't that they're main hits. There were, and then all of a sudden the guy got really into alcohol and cheeseburgers, and people were like, never mind, we no. feel bad for 60, this 68 dude. Comeback Special and Beyond still sold pretty fucking well. I mean, people would still pay to see Madonna. People loved to pay to see okay, car, but car to, crashes. But to, to your point, how many of those Prince albums do you own? How many? You, you didn't like them, right? You, you're not the biggest uh, Prince guy, right? Yeah, I own okay. as many as I own Elvis records, which is okay. So zero. what's so what's the difference in argument there? Just because you don't like Elvis, because that he made a change. If if we put it up against the charts, the charts, Billboard's Elvis hits versus Prince hits. Unfortunately, Elvis has more hits. Garth Brooks. I'd like to Garth say the same. I would Garth like Brooks, to say Eagles, the, hey, hey, come here. Garth Brooks, Eagles, the Beatles, and Elvis. Look, I know you. Hey, look, it hurts. Breaks those, my no, heart. Those to, are worldwide my heart too. Worldwide, <laughs> you guys. Garth Brooks, <laughs> Eagles, the Beatles, and Elvis. I get and it. Michael Jackson. I get we, it, buddy. Our top five. I get it. So this? your Prince claim <laughs> didn't. I'm saying back if it you up. took the overall we'll discography, okay, I'm sure more people would say that Prince's overall music is better than all of Elvis's overall music. I'm not saying I agree with that. I definitely think you're wrong, but we can agree to disagree. Yeah, that's fine. You guys agree yeah, to disagree. I, I, think I, agree, I think I agree with the, 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 the style on this one. Well, Elvis I, is I, the I, king. It, he's had a lot. How many albums did Elvis have, though? Oh, fuck, probably 100 by this point. Post did he have too. that many? Post more, well, yeah, over 100 after, after songs. He died, he had yeah. that many? I know he had a lot of songs. I don't know how many albums Elvis had. I, I don't know an exact number before 72, but... I just know towards the end, Elvis really was not doing well. But strangely, actually, um, in the early 70s, certainly, his voice, to my ears at least, got got better. better. In, in the early 70s, you listen to like, one, a really, it's one of these hairs at the back of the neck uh, mm. songs, the live... Um, American Trilogy. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely. See, I'm Such may- a great song. Maybe I'm biased because um, I have watched too many videos of Fat Elvis sweating, running up and down, going, I burn it. I burn it. And it's like, I mean, I guess people do like that. And people want to pay to see that, but it doesn't equal. He, he was an icon. Well, he was an icon. I mean, I mean, unfortunately, no, no his, flame, his flame crashed when he was going out. Yeah, because he was addicted to painkillers and drugs. He was severely depressed. You'd be surprised how you found out Prince went out. <laughs> no, I'm, I didn't say anything about Prince. I'm talking strictly about Elvis. No, I'm saying... You're saying he was bad in his, can... his last years because of that reason. No, I'm saying Prince dealt with the same stuff and didn't grow fat or old or... Okay, and people deal with things in different ways. That's no reflection of how his music went, though. No, what I'm saying is what happened to him, his music it was reflected by that. Not the d- opposite. His it, it, music got bad at the end because of how bad he got. Again, and that's your opinion because his album sales don't support that. Uh, he wasn't really making that many albums while he was fat. He had at least three come out between 68 and 72 that I can think of off the top of my head that did great fucking numbers. Uh, all right, 
like you said, agree to disagree. I'm giving no, you facts, Sean, and you're I'm, giving me opinions. I mean, I could say I facts, too, you got to give me articles, is sources. It? Sorry, can I another band? I was just thinking of, in, in, in the early 70s, you're talking about Elvis in the early 70s, um, that I think were underrated, um, underrated, this is, was Badfinger. Yeah. Mm. Very. They're a great, they were a great Very. band. Mm. Tragic band with the two main guys um, within the space of a few years um, taking their own lives. It's an absolute tragic story with them. But um, I mean, they didn't, they started, they started off with a big hit, which was basically Paul McCartney's song. And they just did exactly the arrangement that he wanted. <laughs> and, and it was a massive hit. So the, the biggest hit was, wasn't theirs. Um, and yet, they actually the song that they wrote that was probably their most famous song wasn't even a hit for them was without you and um pete ham and um can't remember his name evans ham and evans well, the nielsen song the nielsen song. or ham or ham and eggs yeah um yeah it was uh, yeah the nielsen song that's another yeah. one nielsen uh, yeah probably underrated as well but with badfinger yeah i would yeah. say they were uh they they were quite underrated. And Baby Blue, great song. Day after day. Yeah. That's a band I really like. Yeah, but they are good. Yeah, they yeah, are yeah. underrated. We have we have to um, mm-hmm. close up shops, so to speak. But this is always talking music. Even with myself is great, but talking it with four very intelligent individuals, it has been a hoot or a blast, as I like to say. Gentlemen, you will be back. Those of you who are in England, I know it's late there. Colin and um, Big C and Slim Nick, you will be back on the show if you would like to be. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks. Always, always, yeah. always a pleasure. Thanks for the always, invite. Yeah, definitely. Jordan is going to plug himself, and then Sean is going to say a few things about his. <laughs> oh, you're his damn shows. right, I am. <laughs> Uh, stylesreportio.com gets you all the content I produce, throw a podcast, record live every Monday, and put out every Wednesday on Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn, Google, wherever you get podcasts. We also do blogs every day, pretty much. So, stylesreportio.com gets you all that. Sean, would you like to sign off with our wink, wink, other podcasts? Uh, check us out, Mike's and Men, uh, me, Jeff. Uh, we got Jay Remy finally back. We're always recording, posting goofy stuff you could see us on. All those different cool apps. We usually post about Sunday or Monday, so check us out. You can catch oh boy, I can, I always know. all those places. I don't know them. <laughs> Breaker, Anchor, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and there's two iTunes. Oh, and what I'm forgetting, but the, yeah, a lot of social media platforms you can listen to this. It. Thank you, gentlemen, for coming. We have to record mics and men now, but you will be back on. Jordan, you're always welcome on either podcast. Uh, This has been Strictly Stritch in Time. I'm Jeff Stritch. Be safe, be happy, be proud. Peace.